Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Holy Devoted. Today, we have a special guest, Elena. She's here to talk about loneliness, just how God brought her through those seasons, and some encouragement for you if you are experiencing loneliness this holiday season. We also want to take a minute to thank our sponsors, Team Missions International. They take teens on mission trips. We have a whole bunch of amazing looking trips up on our website for the summer of 2024, as well as spring break opportunities. So go check them out at teammissions.org. Welcome, Elena. Yay. <laughs> Hi. Hi. We're so excited to have you on the podcast. We normally start out the episodes with like a random fun question. And since Thanksgiving is coming up soon at the time we're recording this, our fun question is going to be, what is your favorite holiday and why? I, my, I think my favorite holiday is just the classic Christmas, you know, mm. you get to be with your family and give gifts i love that and i just got married so i'm excited for my first christmas even though it's gonna look a little different this year we'll be on a missions trip but i'm so excited that's so fun i'd have to also say christmas because it's just magical i love christmas Mm -hmm. and growing up in minnesota i just have like very warm memories of christmas because like you're warm and cozy inside and it's like freezing and white outside and Mm -hmm. it's just really magical i love christmas lights Actually, our like first real date, Joel and I went and looked at Christmas lights in Orlando. Aww. Yeah, so it was so fun, and I just love Christmas. I would have to say that my favorite holiday would be Thanksgiving, and it's because you don't just get to spend time with your immediate family, but you also get to spend time with family and friends, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. especially this Thanksgiving, I'm super excited. We had our Thanksgiving early because my family was in town, oh so yeah. all of us got to spend time together already. Mm-hmm. It was like two weeks early. But this Thanksgiving, I get to go up to Virginia and have Thanksgiving with Delaney. She was a guest on the podcast, so I'm super excited for that. Oh, that's so fun. That will be really fun. (laughs) I love Thanksgiving, but I think I've realized that I love Thanksgiving because it's like the precursor to Christmas. (laughs) 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 That's true. Because I do love Thanksgiving. The house smells good mm-hmm. with all the foods. Yeah. Everyone comes over. You're having a good time. But then, like, the second Thanksgiving is over, so true. it's Christmas mode. Like, my mom and I set up for Christmas the next day. So I'd have to say my favorite is Christmas as well. Just everything about it. Like, the music. When I was a kid, it was the time off of school. Yeah. Like, I just really fond memories around Christmas. Yeah. I like Christmas too, guys, but I'm more of a Thanksgiving kind of 4th of July gal. Not going to mm. lie. See, <laughs> I never experienced 4th of July because we were always on Over team missions teams. Overseas. Now, see, that's what I realized is whenever I go on TMI teams, sorry, Team Missions International teams, we're always away for the 4th of July. Of July. Yeah. And the times that I am here, like the past two summers, I want to say, I've been working out at Ocean Rescue and they like go... F- go all out for the 4th of July. And so that's why yeah, I did not I think that, that that was a thing. Like Tim and I had <laughs> no idea that there was like a parades big and fireworks. Yeah. I don't and yeah. go to parades, but that's funny. Actually, we always have get togethers at a family yeah. friend's house. So Elena, why don't you tell us a bit about yourself? I don't know. Some of your hobbies. Okay. So like I said, I just got married. My husband's name is Judah. He also works at teen missions. I'm from New York originally the city and, Um, But I grew up in Ohio. It's not as bad as everybody says, I promise. (laughs) I like art. I went to cosmetology school in high school. 
So on Mondays, I go up and do haircuts for a homeless ministry. That's so cool. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I don't know. I'm in Florida. I ended up in Florida somehow. (laughs) Girl, you got like everywhere. New York, Ohio, Chicago to here. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. Um, That's a lot of big ticket places, I feel like. I think Chicago is still my favorite city, though. Or Orlando's okay, but <laughs> Chicago's way prettier than Orlando. Yeah. So I started going on teams um, when I was 14. I went to Guatemala, and then I went a few more times. And then um, about a year ago, I felt like God was calling me to work at Team Missions full-time. And then I met and ended up marrying Judah along the way. And now I work here, and I uh, work in the video department and make promotional material for Instagram and Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fun. We can work together every day. So when we were talking about having Elena on the podcast, I asked like what topics she'd be interested in talking about. And like the first one I think that she said was loneliness. And it's something we really haven't covered on the podcast, but I feel like it's such a relatable like topic for girls. Like I was really lonely in high school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of girls feel lonely in high school and boys probably, but we're talking with girls anyways. <laughs> and so just kind of to start, what created that interest for you to talk about loneliness on the podcast? Like what, what gave you a heart for people who feel lonely? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I've kind of struggled with loneliness, like ever since I was a little girl. Um, I feel like anytime I'm kind of going through like a tough time in my life, the devil likes to bring that in also Mm -hmm. just to like, you know, like I feel like everybody has that thing that when they're struggling, it's like, I don't know, like, does that make sense? Yeah, it comes back kind of. Mm-hmm. Like, every situation I think would be harder if you also feel lonely at the same time, if you feel alone. Yeah. So, like, every time I've gone to a new school or, like, moved to a new city, I feel like that's one of the big things I struggle with. And I just feel like there's a lot of people who feel that way. And I feel like, especially now, I just keep hearing that that's, like, a common theme on, like, my mm. teams that I go on and just, like, people I talk to is – we're so connected now with like technology and stuff that I feel like people feel more lonely hmm. like now than ever. And it's just not talked about very much. Yeah. I feel like it's also an effect from not being with the person in person, but mm-hmm. being with them over a screen and mm-hmm. thinking that that can satisfy. I just think you also see other people with that's people a lot on social that's media. Also that's so like true. if your friends all hang out without you, like maybe it was even by accident, it would be really easy to feel left out. Well, like they just all happened at the mall at the same time That's or something. True. But then they posted a picture on social media and then your feelings are, are hurt because yeah. you can see other people hanging out with their friends or it seems like they're always posting about doing things with people. Yeah. Whereas they might also be lonely people. They just it's take just pictures of high. Yeah. 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 And I think like loneliness can also be like two things you know you can either feel lonely because you know you're like i don't have all these people around me i don't have this community or you can even have those people and just feel emotionally distant you know Mm -hmm. either you're just not content in this season or you're just struggling with other things and i just think that it can be a little bit of both yeah something that has made me feel lonely is if you're going through like you were saying a certain season but those people around you aren't then you feel like you might have those people, but you can't relate to them at all. Or like they would never understand yeah. what I'm going through or yeah. how I feel. Yeah. Yeah. When I was in school, I, I tend to be more introverted, which I saw a video on Instagram the other day where it was like people who are introverted always like to tell people that they're introverted. I don't know. It's like, <laughs> 
but <laughs> I thought that was funny because it's definitely true. But I feel like that's always affected like the way I make friends with people because I'm always kind of standoffish at first and um, more shy. And then so I feel like in elementary school, I kind of had a hard time with that. And I always felt like I didn't fit in with like the group of kids who were like the popular ones because mm. I felt like they're kind of mean. <laughs> <I don't> <laughs> <laughs> they're like we're like in like first grade and they're like. I don't know. They're so mean. I always felt like there was a there's always a group of people, no matter where you go, that are kind of just pushed to the side. Mm. Yeah. And it's, you know, maybe they just don't connect with people. Maybe there's like different circumstances that make them hard to talk to. But I feel like I've always had a heart for those people because I myself have felt lonely. I don't Mm. want them to feel lonely for things they can't like yeah. control but that can always make you feel lonely then because you're like well I guess I'm not one of the you know the people that get invited to all the parties or whatever yeah. else and yeah so I feel like it's also hard as someone being extroverted to talk to someone that's introver- introverted because they don't talk as much as you do but I found even as being a youth leader that there's such a joy seeing them get out of their shell mm-hmm. and seeing them become more open to you because people that are introverted have a lot to say. Mm-hmm. They just want to be feel comfor- comfortable around those people and they want to be open. They just don't know how to talk about it, I guess. And also just thinking about it, like what seasons do you feel like you guys have felt the most lonely? Yeah, I think I'm very young, so I haven't had a whole lot of seasons, but (laughs) (laughs) um, for me, it was when I was in middle school, I would say. A lot of uh, my friends just happened to move away all at the same, like within the same couple months, and so that was very difficult for me because I felt like I didn't have any, um, like, close girlfriends that were my age, Mm. and the ones that I did have had like a whole nother group on the other side Mm -hmm. or they went to public school or Christian school or whatever. So they had a whole nother group that I wasn't a part of. And so I just felt very detached from everyone else. Mm -hmm. I was in my own little bubble, but something that my dad always shared with me was even during those times when you're feeling lonely, there's someone else out there that feels the same way. So like look for the person who might be feeling like you or like if you're in that situation you know it sounds weird but like you know where to look like you know where to find those people Mm -hmm. and so I started doing that and looking around to see the people who weren't in a group or who Mm -hmm. weren't engaged in conversation or playing games at youth group or whatever and I would go talk to them I was like wow I'm really not alone like we're kind of all like there's people out there who feel the same way with their friend groups or whatever it may be Mm-hmm. I feel the urge to do that, but I also and get scared of talking to people, even though I'm an extrovert. And so mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes Same I'm like, that person's here. alone. And it's like, oh, you should go talk to them. And it's like, I have no backup. Like, you're all alone. Like, you have to keep the conversation going. Alive. But it also, like, you shouldn't let fear hold you back from mm-hmm. doing that. Yeah. Like, yeah. fake it till you make it. I know that oh, probably sounds so like true. bad Christian <laughs> advice, but when it comes to, like, I feel like reaching out to people who are lonely and if, you know, being shy comes to you naturally 
I don't know. It's been some good advice to me, mm-hmm. at least. Sometimes I'll like pep talk myself in my own brain. Like you don't have no reason to be feel afraid. Just ask them questions about your life. Just don't ask so many questions that you sound like an interrogator. Yeah. Like, okay, that's the goal. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's this one girl at our church who was kind of by herself, like off and s- off in the corner. And I saw her and I was giving myself that same pep talk. Like, okay, let's go. Like, you can talk to her. We can keep this going. Walked over there, introduced myself, and she just carried it. The whole thing. Like, exactly oh, what Miranda was saying. What a relief. She Love had that so, She girl. had things to know say. exactly who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, she's <laughs> absolutely amazing. And then, like, two minutes later, her whole friend group, like, walked in. Like, she was way more popular than I ever was in middle school. <laughs> Faith was like, here I am reaching out to the lonely. Whoa. I was <laughs> like, it's me. They, like, adopted me into their middle school friend group. And I was like, oh, my Aww. gosh, thank you. <laughs> But it's Am like I the problem? Yeah, no, honestly. <laughs> but I was like, there's people out there, like Miranda was saying, who have things to say. And, like, you can make yeah. new friends just by simply pointing people out or looking and being like, where would I be if I were in your shoes? Looking yeah, for so those true. people who could be lonely, too. So, Elena, when did you feel like was the season that you experienced loneliness the most? I think when I first moved out of the house when I was uh, 19, I moved, like, like five hours away from my family to go do like an internship in Chicago. And that was the first time I've ever felt like really, really lonely because I like realized like, oh, my family's not here. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not sitting down and having dinner together. And like, well, making friends in a big city is like way harder than I thought it was. Yeah. (laughs) And so I just went through a bit of a season of loneliness there and homesickness and, um, so that was kind of a hard time. I would say that the season that I felt lonely in was um, there was a rough patch when I was living in Kansas and there were some circumstances that just kind of left me feel like I didn't have any friends because I was so far away from home. Kind of like you said, kind of m- moving out of the house mm-hmm. situation. But I was living with my sister and my brother-in-law and my new nephew um, at the time, <laughs> but uh, I think you realize how lonely you are when you like focus on your circumstances and what's going on. But I found that like if I just started asking people to hang out, they were willing to. So, what would you say that God was teaching you through these times of loneliness? I think uh, when I was in Chicago and I was going through that, the first like little bit I was there, I took it like very inwardly. And I had just gone through um, a breakup. And so, like, you know, when that happens, you have a whole change of friends and, like, your whole yeah. life changes on top of moving. Yeah. And I just felt, like, very insecure. And so I think through that season of loneliness, I just really felt like God was teaching me, like, my self-worth. Mm, yeah. And just not having it rely on what other people thought of me and, like, like how many people I have around me does not like that's not what my self-worth is based off of yeah Yeah. and just like contentment contentment in my time of loneliness um I remember there was one day I just sat down and this is gonna sound kind of cheesy but I wrote a letter to my future husband because I was feeling just like kind of lonely in that area and I was like these are all the things that I'm praying for and it's not right now. It's not in this season, but I know someday. And so it was like just praying for that and dreaming of that in the future. And I still have that letter. I gave it to Judo oh. <laughs> when we got married. So, yeah. That's so funny that you say that because I actually 
pulled out these letters that I wrote during a season of loneliness from my mm. planner today, this morning. They fell out of my planner. <laughs> and it was like, open this letter when you know you found the one. And so I'm like, man, I was thinking of my future self. Like, good for <laughs> me. <laughs> but I think we tend to just forget about God's faithfulness through those seasons and like what he could mm. potentially do in the future. Yeah. So yeah. I, I feel like when you're I in the moment, it just feels like it's yeah. like eternal, but it's like, no, like he yeah. has a better this plan for yeah, you. Yeah, this season won't be forever, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that we're not going to struggle with it. Like you said, it's easy to just start thinking really inward and just thinking yeah. about your situation instead of like looking around you and being like, oh, it's not about me. Like, I know I don't feel very good right now, but like it at the end of the day, like it's not about me. It's about God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like when I moved back from my internship, I had been, I mm. stayed in Africa for seven months, traveling to different countries. And when I came back to Team Missions, I was still with Team Missions when I did the internship. Yeah. But during that time, there was like a huge exchange of students. And so everyone that I had been friends with and like students with basically weren't at Team Missions anymore. And I was just sort of like dropped into this like social circle that was completely running like outside of me. And so mm-hmm. it was like, everyone looked at me like, oh, the new kid on the block. And I was like, bro, you've been here like <laughs> six months. I've been here for two and a half years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so that was like probably the loneliness, lo- loneliness, loneliest. the most loneliest. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> that I've ever been in my life. And I feel like this doesn't sound super encouraging, but at the time it was so hard and so encompassing. And it was like, man like when I think back to it like I it's amazing now that like I almost forget because now God has provided friends for me Mm, and you know what I'm saying like community for me that it's like wow it's so far back that it's like easy to forget about it like it's a season is what I'm saying so like there is an end to that season Mm -hmm. do you know what I'm saying yeah yeah Yeah, as encouragement like you're not there for eternity probably because God brings people into your life through different seasons and when you lose a lot of friends or you know you're in different places it feels like you're so alone Mm -hmm. but I was even telling I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast but I was telling some people that uh I had a birthday party kind of thing get together uh this past birthday and I was telling them guys like I had no friends last year and now I have all this, like these, this amazing group Aww. of women that like I look up to here and it's just so encouraging to see how God provided all these friends. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, that was a surprise <laughs> birthday party. And I was tasked <laughs> with getting Miranda where she needed to go. And I she was, was having so a stubborn day. So she's like, mm, I don't know if I want to do that. And I was like, which never happens literally all the time. She's like, yeah, <laughs> woohoo. I was like, literally like you have to go with me thrift store shopping. So and faith manipulated her. But into I was it. like, it was literally okay. mass manipulation. Like three or four of us. Yeah. Her mom was in on it. It was a whole situation. She kept being dodgy, like trying to make new plans that night. And I finally was like, okay, I have to take her shopping. So she's in my possession. So she cannot escape me. Cause then she's trapped <laughs> in my car and I will take her to the party. Dude. I was so oblivious. I'm not even <laughs> lying. That's we, so funny. No, we went to this thrift store and then she's like, I think I want to go to Belle's outlet. And I was like, because why don't we go say hi to Susie? <laughs> she's like, we should go to my mom's house. And I was like, try not to be too excited because that's where the party was going to be. And I was going to manipulate her into inviting us to her house. And so I was like, we should say hi to Susan. <laughs> I was like, what a great thought. <laughs> Anyways, all, <laughs> all that to say, w- there's seasons of loneliness. And then I think a lot of times 
God is faithful and can bring you mm-hmm. out of that season of loneliness. So yeah. I think it's pretty rare that someone, you know, yeah. maybe lives to 90 years old and is lonely their whole life. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there have been people yeah. I'm saying like it's probably for a season. But even with that season, this season that I'm living in right now, like that doesn't go to saying that I don't feel lonely sometimes. You know, and I think that's definitely a misconception that some people would say people that are have l- people that have a lot of friends aren't lonely because they can still feel lonely at times. Yeah. Um, I think like misconception is just that, like what you said, like you just, if you have a lot of friends, there's no way you could be lonely, which I think is totally untrue because you can still feel like emotionally distant from people, you know, whatever like circumstances you're going through that are making you feel like that. Uh, Maybe you're just like deal with a lot of anxiety or, depression or something like that it's like having friends isn't the same as having like spiritual community that are building you up and so i think sometimes you can feel lonely if you have very like surface level relationships like i've definitely been there where it's like you didn't have people that you could talk about the hard or the deep things with kind of like what you were saying or if you're you have friends that aren't building you up like friends that are not good for you you can feel really lonely in that Um, or friends that don't understand what you're going through like what faith said earlier or yeah. even not pouring out into you and yeah. just giving you good advice instead mm. of, like Emma said, surface level advice. Yeah. And I think some of that, too, is, at least for me, they don't give me any advice because I don't tell them how I feel. Like, they don't so know true. that I'm feeling lonely. Yeah. They don't know what I'm going through. Because a lot of times, and this is just the devil messing with your mind, but a lot of times I feel that because I'm feeling alone, like I said earlier, you wouldn't understand and you're happy, you're in a good season, why am I going to burden you with me mm. being like, I feel lonely, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I don't yeah. need to put that on other people. And so you just isolate yourself even more because you're not willing to talk about it with someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When in reality, th- maybe that person is struggling with it more than you think, or they've been yeah. through that season before, and they have ways to encourage you, but they had no idea yeah. that you were going through a hard time. I think another misconception is that loneliness is just like, I think some people struggle with loneliness like for different seasons and then I think that like for me personally loneliness has always just been kind of on the back burner and you know through different times and seasons the devil likes to bring that up and be like haha you know like this is how you felt before and you're feeling it again because these lies I keep telling you about yourself like you're not worthy or like people don't like you or something it just anytime there's like a trigger that happens the devil likes to bring that out again and just Mm -hmm. point and laugh at it and you know so I think that's kind of a misconception is like if you just make a lot of friends and you connect to a group of people, you're going to be great. And I agree yeah. that it really affects like your understanding of who you are. Like mm-hmm. when I went through that really, really rough patch, I was like, man, like it created a lot of social anxiety then because like yeah. I didn't feel like I was making friends, which then it's like if you're trying to make friends and then you're anxious about <laughs> making friends, it just makes the whole thing more stressful. Yeah. <laughs> so true. Deadly yeah. cycle. Yeah, it's, it's deadly. It's, it's rough. No, but it really is uh, like an emotional or mental, however you want to describe it, ploy from the devil to make you feel alone, to make you feel isolated, Mm -hmm. make you feel unworthy, and just to keep you away from the community or the good gifts that God has for you. Like, Mm -hmm. he designed us to to be in fellowship with each other, to gather together together. as Christians to have that community because we share the same love for Christ. 
-hmm. And so I would say that's a main tactic of the devil to make you feel like you're not a part of that or that you can't enjoy it to, to get you away from it because it's a good thing. The next question goes along with the whole train of thought, I think. So we'll see if I'm on the right track, (laughs) but I also think that sometimes people in spiritual context sometimes can take like spiritual virtues and values and say like, you're not doing enough or you're not giving enough or something. Mm. And that's why you feel lonely. Like Mm -hmm. if you feel lonely, then, you know, Christ isn't being like what's satisfying you. And it's like, I think you can be satisfied in Christ, but also I think he also built us for community Mm -hmm. and for time with people. So with that kind of in mind, how can prayer and worship be utilized as tools to combat loneliness? Just talk to God. Like, he loves us and he cares about us and he wants to know like the desires of our heart and you you know you pray and you ask him like i feel lonely i want community or i don't know what's making me feel this way and i just think if you ask god he can you know bring things into your life like i when i was in chicago i remember praying a lot about really wanting christian community and um then I ended up moving to Florida and I made all these great Christian friends and it was just awesome to see God answer that prayer. Yeah. One of the verses that I was thinking of that kind of go along with what Elena was saying is Revelation 3.20. It says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him and he with me. Mm. And I think that obviously when you're feeling lonely, as we've said before, it feels like no one understands where you're coming from or where you're at. Mm-hmm. But the one who's experienced that separation or that feeling the most, I would say, is God. Having people reject him in the way that humanity has and even separation with his son. Like it says that when Jesus took our like when he took the penalty for our sins on the cross, it says like the father turned his face away. Mm-hmm. And so during that time, like he felt total separation from the father. And so he wants that relationship with you. He wants to bring that fulfillment to your life for you to feel his presence. But at the same time, he doesn't force that on you. And so for you to be, constantly in worship or in prayer in fellowship with your creator and with the one who loves you that's kind of the way that you answer the door or open the door like he's there he's waiting Mm -hmm. and he knows what you're feeling like you're not you're not really by Mm -hmm. yourself which is hard to be like well don't feel lonely because you're (laughs) not alone because that's not helpful that's the same thing when with anxiety or whatever and you're like this isn't a stressful situation don't be stressed (laughs) it's like well but I am (laughs) like, what do I do now that I'm here? But he knows that feeling. And so like Elena was saying, you need to be willing to go to him and to, to tell him what's on your heart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Elena going along with that verse, what verses do you feel like helped you in your seasons of loneliness? So I really like, um, Philippians four 11 through 13, where it says that not that I am speaking of being in need for I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. I know how to be brought low and I know how to abound in any and every circumstance. I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. And I just, I love that that verse. Anytime I'm just going through a really rough patch, you know, like it's saying that I can get through anything with God who gives me the strength to do that. I felt like that really spoke to me 
uh, through some like rough seasons. Yeah. Along with that verse as well, I remember always going back to Second Corinthians in the very beginning of the chapter. Um, I mean, chapter one, verse three through five, where it says, blessed be the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the father of mercies and the God of all comfort who comforts us in all of our afflictions so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction Mm -hmm. with the comfort with, with which we ourselves are comforted by God. For as we share abundantly in Christ's sufferings, so through Christ we share abundantly in comfort too. And so I remember always going back and reading that verse and saying, okay, whatever I'm going through now, it's so that I can comfort someone else when they're in the same season that I'm in. And so what's God teaching me through this season? Mm -hmm. What do I need to learn? And how can I make the most of it, even if it seems like I'm so lonely and honestly a little depressed you know and so trying to find joy in those circumstances was something that I tried to focus on but it's still hard it's difficult so even looking back on the seasons that we've been through and the seasons of loneliness what would you say would be the biggest advice that you would give someone that's struggling with this season like I said before, I would say my biggest advice is seek God, talk to him, tell him how you feel. Um, I would say that you should find some hobbies, keep yourself mm, busy, so not to distract yourself, but to just find, you know, little things to give you purpose to like keep yourself, you know, from thinking too inwardly. Um, try talking to people. I know that's <laughs> really scary. <laughs> but, you know, try to make friends or even talk to the people you do know and you haven't talked to yeah. them in a while. Mm. Like sometimes, you know, you can feel a little lonely, but then realize that like you're the one that have hasn't talked to people in a while. Like, you know, you yeah. got to put in the effort too. Yeah. Um cuz it's just easier to just retract inward. And so and I would say also just don't look at you being lonely as that meaning that there's something wrong with you. There's a friend out there for everybody, you know. Yeah. So true. And just because you don't connect with one group of people doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. Yeah. yeah. You're just different people, connect with different people. And and sometimes also it's just for a season. Like maybe just the people you're surrounded by now aren't the right people for you. Yeah. And, you know, when you go into another season – Maybe God will provide you a great group of friends or maybe even just a friend. You don't need a group of friends, you know? And yeah, so I, I don't think it just, I don't think it means that there's something wrong with you or. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally agree with that. I spent too much of my life thinking there was something wrong with me because I didn't have friends. Oh. <laughs> but one of the things that I thought of actually, that's really like beautiful to think about is you talked about like going out and meeting people or like talking to people. Yeah. And when I was in my really deep loneliness season I was like okay I have to put myself out there and I need to reach further than where I work Mm -hmm. so I was like okay there's this young adults group I've heard about and I'm gonna make myself go to it even though it's absolutely terrifying I don't Mm -hmm. know why are things like that so scary when you're not a regular (laughs) going but realizing that's where I got to know Joel like my loneliness Mm -hmm. is what led me to go to young adults I literally forced myself to even though I didn't want to because I wanted to get to know people that's where I got to know Joel better and that's how we ended up like dating and getting married so it's like you never God know, thing, yeah. You know? It's like yeah. you never know how God will but use loneliness in your yeah. life. Like God used the loneliness to bring yeah. Joel and I together. I really think that going to Chicago was such an important season in my life because I was 
getting away from some things that were not great for me. And in that time of just being kind of secluded, I really like grew my relationship with the Lord. And like I started sitting down and making myself do my devos every single day. Mm. And I just noticed now like that had such a positive impact on me. Mm. I, you know, being away from my family and on my own really made me have to like grow up and be an adult and depend on myself, you know, not depend on other people for everything. And so that was a really looking back great season, even though in the midst of it, it was really hard. So I just be patient in the season you're in. So is there anything that we didn't talk about that you wanted to say or other practical advice or tips or encouragement to those struggling with loneliness? You are so valued. You're loved. You know, you have people in your life that love and care about you. And, so true. you know, maybe your relationships with people doesn't look like right now how you thought it would. But you are still loved by Christ and you're important. Mm-hmm. And I just want everybody to know that, like, there's nothing wrong with you. You know, you might not be popular, and that is okay. Mm, You don't need to be. You're still loved. Also, shout out to Judah. He's so handsome. My mom. (laughs) She's awesome. And uh, my Instagram is (laughs) at (laughs) Elena underscore Michelle zero zero. That was my favorite, like, exit from a guest we've ever had. No, my favorite thing, we were reviewing the notes before we started the podcast, and she said, so, or, like, a little bit about myself. Is this, like, a dating profile? Like, (laughs) like long walks on the beach? I was dying. It was so funny. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It was so fun and so encouraging, and I think it's going to speak to a lot of people that are going through this season. I wish that I had this podcast for the season of loneliness that I went through Mm. for sure. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, Tune in next time for the next episode of Fully Devoted.